Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the Amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. This is the voice of the Unbreakable Spirit, your go-to commentator for all things professional wrestling. And I am the Executioner. And together, we host At Odds. We talk about everything pro wrestling related in and out of the ring. Upcoming pay-per-view matches. The regular WWE releases. So many releases. And how the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships were unified on network television. We have new episodes every Friday. Join us for at odds with the unbreakable spirit. And I am the executioner. Dude, are you seriously interrupting me while we're recording the ad? I can't help it. I'm a heel. It's my job. Like many of you, you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. And welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicap host, James Cox, and I'm not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, but I have heard y'all complain, so that I guess that's a good thing, right? I mean... You've heard people complain? No, I have not heard people complain. Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, who's complaining? That's really mean. (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So who? By the way, buddy, your hair looks great. Thank you. I just yeah. want to say your so, hair looks great. I'm gonna get my hair cut tomorrow. I desperately need it. Are you um, are getting it done like this? Like very like similar. I was okay. trying to grow my hair out, and I don't think I have the patience to do it. So I think I'm just gonna get it cut. Well, I'm I don't. Have, do I don't have. I don't have the patience for my for my beard to grow out. So I just mm. shaved it like yesterday. Looks good. Thank you. You look very dapper. I can't. I, I I can't I can't stand itching, you know. I mean, you might can because you've had it for as long as I know. Beard you. bomb, beard bomb, beard bomb. The next uh the next sponsor we need to get is Grave Before Shave. They have so many great products. I use their beard wash, their beard conditioner, um, their beard balm. I've used their oils. They're great stuff. Um, okay. we'll work on that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> We, we, maybe we can get them to be sponsored. So you get them to sponsor that would be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I love any skull themed product. Yes. Um, as you can tell. 
Um, but I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But only when I'm playing the drums, you jerk. And don't you're you probably you're probably the same person that said that you that James actually sounds like Scooter from the Muppets. Right. So you know what to say to you. Anyway, thank you for listening. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley, but you can call me Brosley. Um, and I, I'm here, man. I'm here. We're kicking. We're back. Um, I was in desperate need of doing an episode with you. I know we kind of did like an update episode, but I was in serious need of a new episode because I was, I have been feeling so good recently. I have been doing great. Even told my therapist the last time I met with her. I just, I seem like I'm, I'm on the up and up, man. I'm, I've got a positive attitude. Uh, you guys know I've been kind of distant because I was studying for my adjuster's exam, uh, of which I took this week and I failed it. So I've got two more attempts and I, you know, that's what I'm in my head. That's what I was going to say. It's one out of three. I mean, you might have to yeah. run. The, I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't, don't give up now, you know, keep on going, man. You know? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. I, I had my my time of of being upset and down about it. And Allie told me she's like, "You are allowed this one night of feeling bad about it." Yes. But yes. tomorrow, you 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 gotta move forward. So I was like, "Okay." And she snapped me out of it. So thank you to my lovely wife. She pulled me out of that. So, um, and thank you for all of your encouraging words for those of you that knew that I did not pass it the first time. So um appreciate it thank you sir thank you for your encouragement so let me tell you a little little quick story before we move on i loathe the online of walmart yeah so let me oh my god yeah okay so let me tell you what store is in itself is terrible but yes the online experience is not that great horrible dude okay so you know well i'm sure you've known by now but uh, metallica came out with a five pack of their albums like two years ago three last year it's it had the first five albums first four i think right and they they released another five pack it had uh, Saint Anger, Load, Reload, Grudge Days Inc., and and um, uh, the um, the it's the one before this last album. I don't know what it's called. It's it's crap. Death Magnetic. Yeah, Death Magnetic. Thank you, sir. So I pre-ordered. The way, Saint Anger. Saint Anger is a very underrated album. That's why. Oh, okay. Like. Yes. I love Saint Anger, and I know that I will probably get bashed for that, but I love it. I hate the snare drum. But I, I I think the album itself. Everybody is does, yeah. But um, yeah. but I pre-ordered the the bundle pack, right? One hundred and twenty-four. I don't know. They canceled the order when you couldn't send it. So mm. so it, so it was it was it was it was supposed it was supposed to be shipped out. They apparently they didn't make enough. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Um, but they canceled it without without asking me to cancel it. So that's that's red flag one. And Screw then, you, Walmart. Yes, and then and then two. I said, well, okay, well maybe I can buy the buy the vinyls individually, and so I did. So here he is. Yeah. Saint Anger. Yes, nice. sir. Okay, so this okay, so this album is like you said, very underrated, and I can mm-hmm. appreciate the time that they took into it because for anybody who wants to who wants to watch a great great documentary, um go watch some kind of monster 
It's all about creating this true. album, and it's so great. I, I understand now why it's not a, a fan favorite now, but mm-hmm. it's one. But it's um, it's it, it's in my top five, but it's not my top one. Um, but but I totally understand why this album is such. You know, it's it's such hated now. Um, yeah. you know, with, with, with the fans. And so I, this is my top one album ever for Metallica. It it, it used to be load. load. This album has like great, great. Um, I mean, this just got a like a killer, killer soundtrack here. Um, the best, the best uh, song that Metallica ever did was was Ronnie. And mm-hmm. that, and they don't play that out. They don't. They don't play that. Part. They don't play any of the reload and load songs ever now. Yeah, don't you hate whenever you like find your favorite era of a band and then like they never play that era live no, no, ever? It drives it, me nuts. It, it, everybody cares about the the, the first uh, the first five and this and load is six, six and seven is load and reload and everybody like crap craps on load and reload. I know, and they're yeah. good, you know. And saying anger is what yeah. Is, yeah. So, no, uh, I was um, like that with um with Emery. Um, okay. I, there's you know they've been around for 20 years and yeah. Um, you know there there was a there was a pivotal member of that band that left, and then the album that they put out, um, after he left the band is an album that they don't really talk about a lot, and it's one that they don't play the songs from live very much, and a lot of the fans don't really like. It is my favorite Emory album. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's called We Do What We Want. And it's, um, or Do What You Want or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's it's really good. I think it was like in a time where um, the Christian hardcore scene was at its peak. Right. And I felt like it fell in that category really well. It blended well with a lot of the bands that were popular at that time. Um, and there's just so many songs on it that I was like, this is, this is such a great album. They never talk about it. They never play it live. I've seen them live twice. They never play any of the songs from, from that album. Um, so yeah, it's a frustrating thing when bands do that. It, it drives me up a wall, but I will say about St. Anger, I just watch, um, on YouTube, the punk rock NBA is a great YouTube channel. Go check, um, Finn McKinty out. Um, the guy is super, super smart and knowledgeable about music, and he's got a lot of great opinions about music and maybe some unpopular opinions, but it's interesting to to hear the other side of it, right? So he talked about St. Anger it's orange. and like the genius of Metallica and how, you know, when that documentary came out, showing them in the process of recording um, St. Anger at what a what such a negative light it put Metallica in. Now, mind you, this is on the heels of when Metallica were also getting um, beat up pretty bad for the whole Napster. Napster, yes, deal. yes, yes. Um, and uh, very interesting story. But you know, so that is still fresh. That was early two thousand. So we're Saint Anger came out in two thousand three. So we're still in that time where they're they're kind of getting picked on for making um, for going against. Napster. Yeah, 2003. Hello, Lucy. Um, this is Lucy. Uh, she's back, and uh, she's trying to tell me something, but I don't know what it is. But um, so yeah, they they it, more so 
James and um, James Hetfield and uh, Lars Ulrich were in painted in really negative lights for that documentary because they acted like a bunch of children, honestly, and they yeah. they fought like children and they whined <laughs> like yeah. children did, and uh, they uh, they still put the documentary out. Yeah. To show them but, being so vulnerable, I think it was a smart move. And I think, honestly, even though St. Anger was criticized by their fans, it still sold a lot of albums. Yeah. But see, I, I the reason why I think that they behaved like children is, like, I think it's mainly Lars that, that, that catapulted their, their childlike abilities because he mm-hmm. knew that, that James was in, in, a, in a bad place right now with his alcoholism, and he needed to get yes. over that. And I don't think Lars accepted the whole over the yeah. hurdle thing, so I guess that's why, you know, they behave yeah. kind of like children in it. But now, right. you know, I mean, they're they're still kicking butt, and I can't believe yeah, that they're, they're still going, man. Like yeah. it's it's almost like they they improved, um, not only as a band um, after Saint Anger because Death Magnetic was the next album after Saint Anger, and yes, yes, that it was. album was praised for being just like the return of Metallica. Like, yeah. even though it wasn't like the thrashiness that they were known for right. um, at the beginning of their careers. Um, sorry, Penny. Penny is also in here uh, with us tonight. Okay. So her and Lucy are fighting. Um, but yeah, Death Magnetic was praised because it was the return of Metallica. Yeah. And this is the album right after St. Anger. So they, they really found a way to turn it all around. And I'm glad that they did because now Metallica is legendary and they're, you know, they're, <laughs> have you seen Stranger and, Things yet? And they're getting canceled. Yeah. I, somebody wants to cancel. I have whatever. not because, okay. So the thing with, with Stranger Things is I, I, I did see the, I, I did see that one scene where Master Puppets played Oh, so and um, it, it is good. But then again, I don't like the fans of Stranger Things anymore because that's the it's the time we live in everybody wants to cancel everybody you can't cancel metallica if 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 napster if they didn't get canceled during napster (laughs) and if they didn't get canceled for this album they're never ever gonna get you you can't cancel metallica they're like one of the no yes yeah they're here to stay. It's the it's like whenever people tried to cancel Eminem, it's like, yeah. look, if he didn't, if Eminem didn't get canceled twenty years ago, you're not going to cancel him now yeah. because he is a lot more tame than he was twenty years ago. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't think cancel culture has a, has a big grip on 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 uh, the masses like like it once did. I think it's losing. Yeah. Because they're going and, after somebody yeah. you know that's like ten times bigger than yeah. And I think, um, you know, one thing we've, it won't be on this episode. It's more so for, hold on one second. Okay. I'll edit this out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fine. It's fine. I understand. I understand adult, you know, children. Problem solved. Okay. Okay. Do you, do you, have to separate them because they'll they'll sit there and just fight the whole time. So, do you, do you want to close um, the blinds? 
So that nah, she can't bark? It'd be okay, right. okay, okay. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sorry. I didn't even set a timer, so I don't know where it's at. Oh, that's fine. I'll, 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 I'll find it. I'll find it, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, I think um, I think with, with uh, it, not so much this episode, but um, our next cover wars that we're going to do, um, and just like the popularity of TikTok and like, reviving songs that are you know over 20 years old and like the popularity of them coming back um stranger things really did that with kate bush's uh running up that hill um it also did it with master puppets um just because of stranger things and then it got popular on tiktok and so on and so forth so it's cool to see new generations start to get into them the problem is that they now like you run the risk of them wanting to cancel you for god knows what you know yeah but it's not yeah, but it's now, but yeah, but it's not working anymore. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they could try, but but it's not working out for them anymore. So they don't have any any major pull anymore, you know. So and I think I think if there's a legitimate reason that you want to cancel somebody, like let's really analyze what it is. But just because you are slightly offended by something, and and I don't even know what the reasoning was. Yeah, because to my to my knowledge, Metallica has never been offensive in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um. So I I I don't know what the reason is behind it. I'm sure it's dumb though, because plus, I feel like I wouldn't known by now <laughs> if I'd have been. And plus, you know, they give charity. millions to charities. I mean, they help. Oh like, yeah, a they're lot very of, yeah. big philanthropists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so for sure. Good, that's good. But and then they brought Eddie Munson, um, the the character Eddie Munson, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things, yeah. uh, backstage huh? gave him a signed replica of his guitar from Stranger Things. Mm. That guy actually learned how to play the solo. Um, from Master with, Puppets. That was with, actually yeah. him playing. Played it with Kirk too, right, or something. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, yeah. They all back, went backstage and yeah. jammed, and yeah. um, they did a tribute to him. Um, Metallica now has a Hellfire Club, uh, yep. shirt inspired by Stranger Things. I want one so bad. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it. I think it's cool to see like a new generation discover Metallica and discover like this era right. of Metallica. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, before we go on anymore, we got to tell you about our partnership with Bones Coffee. If Ooh, if, yeah, if, if, if Blake stands up for a minute, you will see his Bones Coffee t-shirt. You can order it at, yep. uh, at BonesCoffeeCompany.com, along with a uh, vastly of different flavors of coffee. Mine, my favorite flavor is is a chocolate raspberry. And Blake is showing you um, products that you could order online if you are tuned into our YouTube channel. Peaches and Scream, that is one of my favorites of all time, too. That's um, what I'm drinking right now. That, Peaches and Scream. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so you can buy mugs, um, uh, coffee beans, or you can buy the K-Cups. And, you, and, and just for listening to this podcast today... We're going to give you a 10% off code. If you check out, just type in words, music speaks and your promo code box and you get 10% off. Isn't that right? 10% man. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's Go in there. Deal. Yes, sir. Um, find something you like, whether that's uh, some, uh, a bag of pole beans or the K cups or what have you, or even the sampler pack. I love the five, the sample. If you're not really sure like which one you want to commit to and you want a small bag of five different flavors, go the variety pack. Yes. Try it out. See what you like. Um, and, um, get yourself a t-shirt while you're there. Maybe a coffee mug. They have really cool looking coffee mugs. Um, and they also have, 
um, Nightmare Before Christmas inspired um, coffee that's uh, that is out now. So make sure you use that discount code. Music speaks ten percent off your order. Nice bone coffee. Nice. So we are listening to our fans that are listening to us, and this suggestion was made by one of our good friends, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Um, thank you. Yeah, Jeff is a big, is a big listener in this um, podcast. He was confused about the interview that I had with Riggs. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you've heard of, if, if you listened to the Riggs interview yet. Not yet. I yeah. haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll find him to have, like, subtle answers. He's not that, he's not that very talkative, but okay. he's nice. That's okay. You know, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was... It was more than more than awesome to talk to. He answered all my questions. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of like um, yeah, kind of like a. You remember Tony from uh, Sunday X? Yes. Just very yeah. straight and simple answers, which is great. That's what an interview is. I'm not, you know, I'm not denying that, sure. you know, because we want him to answer our questions, and they did that perfectly. But yep. you know, there was no really much back and forth, which is fine. You know, I'm I'm, right. I'm good with that. So, yeah. But uh, Jeff uh, suggested that we do a cover wars episode of his favorite song, and what if his favorite song is "Hungry Like the Wolf" by Duran Duran. So, that's what we're gonna do today for you. Yeah. So let's dig into it a little bit. So, yeah. "Hungry Like the Wolf" is a song by the British new wave band. Duran Duran, written by the band members. The song was produced by Colin Thurston for the group's second studio album, Rio, um, classic. Uh, the song was released in May of 1982 as the band's fifth single in the United Kingdom. It reached number five on the UK singles chart and received a gold certification by the British phonographic industry. Um, the music video for Hunger Like a Wolf, like The Wolf, excuse me, was directed by Russell uh, McCauley um, and filmed in the jungles of Sri Lanka. Um, Although the band initially failed to break into the U.S. market, MTV placed Hunger Like the Wolf video uh, in very heavy rotation. Subsequently, the group uh, gained much exposure. The song peaked at the number three spot on the Billboard Hot 100 in March of 1983, and Duran Duran became an international sensation as a result. Uh, The video won the first Grammy Award for the Best Short Form Music Video in 1984. Hungry Like the Wolf was written and recorded on a Saturday, one day, um, in the spring of 1982 in the basement studios of EMI's London headquarters. The song was built throughout the day as each band member arrived, and by the evening, it was essentially complete. Um, Quote, that track came from fiddling with the new technology that was starting to come in, guitarist Andy Taylor said in an interview with Blender Magazine. This refers to the rhythmic backing track that came with the, um, they, they came up with, by joining a Roland TR-808 drum machine with a sequencer and a Roland Jupiter 8 keyboard. So, b- getting very techie. So, they, the techie. So, so they used a drum machine as opposed to a live drummer. Okay. Right. And they nice. were known for that. Um, yeah. Duran Duran was, you know, they've got a great live um, band as well, but they are big fans of electronic music and things like that. Heavily inspired. So... Not surprised, especially in the '80s, those things got used quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure, um, you know, back in the back in the '80s, um, you save a lot more money using the drum machine because I think back then yeah. you, you they had to rent rent out 
instruments. Is that right? Or, or like a lot of have... times they did. Okay, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. you use a studio that has, you know, the house right. kit or whatever right. that you could, um, that you could go with, but drums are just frustrating. <laughs> and they're, they're, they take forever to set up. They take yeah. forever to tune. They take forever to mic. Um, to go, you know, to take apart too it's like oh my god right yeah. it's just it, it's a lot so you know in the 80s using electronic drums or drum pads was common because it was a heck of a lot easier to do right you know you got a, a pad that's like this big with you know nine it's usually six to nine six pads, um, yeah. pads on it and uh you know it's all condensed a lot nice. easier nice uh, so Rhodes came up with the idea for the backing track in the car while he was going to the studio. He started playing with the Roland Jupiter 8 keyboard uh, while singer Simon LeBon was uh, working with the lyrics. The lyrics were inspired by Little Red Riding Hood and, and the repeating of the word do at the end of each verse takes its melody from the instrumentals and Gordon Lightfoot song, if you can, if you can read my mind. Do 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 do. Do exactly. Andy Taylor worked on out a Mark Bolinish guitar part. What what kind of word is Bolinish? I'm gonna look up who Mark Bolin is because I forgot to do that. Um, well, I'll tell oh, you right now, Mark Bolin, okay. um, an English guitarist, singer, and songwriter. Uh, pioneer of the glam rock movement in the early 1970s with his band T-Rex. T-Rex. There you go. Good band. Yeah. Good band. Yes. Uh, Bullinish guitar part, a very Marshall-sounding Les Paul guitar lick that was added to the track. Then the bass and drums were added afterwards, and the whole track was finished that day, including LeBron's vocal melody and lyrics. The laugh at the beginning of the song and the screams during the song's fade out trans- transformation were was performed and recorded by Rude's girlfriend at the time. So season track two. Nice. Uh, Rob Mitchum of Pitchfork Media in 2003 uh, reviewed the single's box set 1981 through 1985. Said that the singles don't come from much stronger than Hungry Like the Wolf. President's bubbly keys and a slashing guitar riff, adding that the song shows off how Duran Duran was a band, not just a synthesizer. John Parallels from the New York New York Times said the song was quote put in oblique, sometimes apocalyptic spin on pop romance uh, in the verses, but kept the chorus clear and catchy, never disguising the pop intentions in quotations adding to that quotations uh posing was always a little perpetuous but 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 no less enjoyable for that in 20 in 2006 vh1 ranked hunger like a wolf number three on a on the list of 100 greatest songs of the 80s in 2021 rolling stones listed the song as now at number 398 on the 500 greatest things of all time. So, Quite a uh, jump from 2006 to, two, to uh, 2021, but still. Here, uh, still here, a great song. Here's a question yeah. for you. Were you more of an MTV, MTV fan or a VH1 fan? Because I used to go back and forth. 
but, but I think that in, in MTV played more music related videos, and I and I couldn't get enough of that. If I if I had to choose, there were things about MTV that I liked, and unfortunately, it was more of the reality TV thing. I used to watch a lot of TRL though. Um, yeah. My mother did not know that because I was not allowed to watch MTV when I was a kid. Um, but I would watch TRL any chance that I got. Um, and whenever v- whenever MTV kind of became more of reality TV, there were some things I liked. I did like Jackass. I liked Viva Bam, Wild Boys, things like that. But then that kind of switched over to MTV2. So then I spent a lot more time watching MTV2. Um, I liked VH1 because they played a lot more music videos and they had some, you know, countdowns that I like to watch and kind of um, see if any of the... Uh, at the time, I was a huge Green Day fan, and Green Day was everywhere. And um, it was nice to see this, you know, punk rock band like hitting the number one spot on the video countdowns and stuff. Yep. Um, but if I have to be honest, if I had to choose between the two, I would say VH1. But I loved Fuse. Um, Fuse was twenty four seven, nothing but music. Um, they had so many different types of music shows that you could watch. They had a daily like countdown, kind of like TRL, popular music, whatever. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, a show called Stevens Untitled Rock Show where I discovered a lot of um, bands from the 90s and it kind of introduced me to a lot more in the emo um, realm. Uh, I discovered Soundgarden through Stevens Untitled Rock Show. That was the first time I ever heard Black Hole Sun. So that that's a big deal. Yeah, and um all kind of bands, Sunny Day Real Estate. I discovered so much music through mm. that, through that uh, and it was just a short little 30 minute five music video countdown show. Nice. Um and then there was another one called Uranium that had all these uh we gotta do a whole episode on just on Fuse um yes. and the music video channel thing, but um Uranium was great. It had uh, uh that was my introduction to a lot of metal. Um, because of that show, I got into Kill Switch Engage and Adelaide Dying and um, Shadows Fall and all those bands because of because of that show. So I nice. loved Fuse; it was great. So our first uh, cover wars um, between uh, between uh, the song is going to be Muse. Yeah, and, um, yeah. This is the one that uh, that Jeff actually sent to us. Yes. So. Yes. Um, let's talk about Muse a little bit. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with this band, but if you're not, we're going to bring you up to speed just real quick. Yeah. So Muse are an English rock band from Tynemouth, Devon, formed in 1994. The band consists of Matt Bellamy on lead vocals and guitar, also playing the keyboards, uh, Chris Wolstenholm on the bass guitar, also does the backing vocals, and then Dominic Howard on the drums. Great drummer. I love Dominic Howard. Um, Muse related their debut, uh, release, excuse me, released their debut album showbiz in 1999, showcasing Bellamy's falsetto and a melodic alternative rock style. Their second album origin of symmetry was released in 2001 and incorporated wider instrumentation and romantic classical influence, uh, and earned them a reputation for an energetic live performance. Absolution released in 2003 saw further classical influence with strings on tracks such as Butterflies and Hurricanes, and was the, the first of six consecutive UK number one albums. Um, Black Holes and Revelations, that, that was my Muse album, uh, released in 2006, incorporated electronic and pop elements, uh, displayed in singles such as Supermassive Black Hole, a lot of you probably remember that from Twilight, um, and brought Muse uh, a wider international success. 
the resistance was released in 2009 and the second law was released in 2012. It explored themes of government oppression and civil uprising and cemented muse as one of the majors, one of the world's major stadium acts. Rolling Stone stated the band possessed quote stadium crushing songs topping the U S billboard 200, their seventh album drones released in 2015 was a concept album about drone warfare. That's cool. And returned mm. to a harder rock sound. Their eighth album, Simulation Theory, was released in 2018, prominently featured synthesizers and was influenced by science fiction and, sim- uh, and excuse me, sim- simulation hypothesis. Muse have won numerous awards, including two Grammys, two Brit Awards, five MTV Europe Music Awards, and eight NME Awards. Um, in 2012, they received the Ivor, uh, Ivor Novello Award for International Achievement from the British Academy of Songwriters, Composers, and Authors. And as of June of 2016, they have sold over 30 million albums worldwide. Mm. Very successful band, great band, and have kept a pretty consistent lineup for a trio over the years. So still going strong. Nice. Um, this version of Hungry Like a Wolf was recorded live in 2019 at Air Studios in London as a Spotify exclusive. Um, so let's uh, now this this version that we're watching here, this live performance was is not the actual Spotify exclusive, but it's pretty dang close. I did listen to them back to back. Okay. Um, the Spotify exclusive, obviously available on Spotify. Yeah. Um, but okay. here you go. This is this is this is great. Okay. Three, two, one. Here we go.
Yes, because wow, yeah. I wonder wow. if you put the microphone inside the 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 the, the bass drum because that was loud. Yeah, <laughs> they typically do. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Could, you could hear that bass drum prominently in the. In the yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. It was just. It was just such a. That guy is notorious for just having good sounding drums. Right. Um, and he's a left-handed drummer, so that's always cool to see too. I'm I, uh, I'm a left-handed too. There I'm, you go, man, lefty. We're, we're rare. We're a rare breed. Yeah, yeah. rare breed. Yeah. So, yeah, so, that was that was great. Thank yeah. you, Jeff, for yeah. that suggestion there. Yeah, well, the the reason why I like that song is it is it, it's it's so close to the original that you that you think you're listening to Duran Duran. Yeah, but the singer's voice is it's like dead on. Exactly like Duran Duran singer, you know. Yeah, they have very, I mean, very similar voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So that's that. That's yeah. I would put well, that up there uh, against like any anybody else, but but then again, I mean, we got another great contender, you know. So yeah, I, I am very excited about this next one too. Um, mm. Why don't you Why don't you tell us about Blacklight Burns? Well, we were talking about who is going to be the continuer of this uh, of this leg cover wars, and you came up with, "Hey, uh, James, have you heard of Blacklight Burns?" I'm like, "Yes, sir, yes, sir," because see, uh, with Morning is like an all time great guitarist, and he came from a little band called Limp Biscuit. I'm not sure if anybody's heard of it. The, the Limpy, little, the Limpy Biscuits, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Blacklight Birds is an American industrial rock band formed by Biscuits West Borland. Uh, founded in 2005 after Borland's departure with Biscuit. Uh, the band's lineup also includes Nick Andis, Dennis uh, Sanders, and Dylan Taylor. Their, be- their debut album, Cruel Melody, was released on in June 2007 to critical acclaim. Uh, they released a covers and B-sides CD slash DVD combo package in the summer of 2008 entitled Cover Your Heart on the Anvil Pants Odyssey. Is yeah, that that's it? actually where this cover um, of Hunger Like the Wolf, where you can find that. So, Anvil Pants Odyssey is a studio. Is a is a is a publisher. Um, I'm not sure. I think that's the B sides. Uh, okay. or that's the DVD. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the DVD is called the Anvil Pants Odyssey. And he's a West Portland's a, a strange guy. He's a different dude, you know. Yes. Right. Yeah. So weird guy, but cool guy, you know. So after yeah, cool dude. <laughs> after a temporary hiatus. Uh, the band regrouped in 2012 and releasing their second album, uh, The Moment You Realize They're Going to fall, Fail in August. Uh, the band released a concept album, Lotus Island, in 2013. So they're still making music. Still going. Because yep. what do you do? Well, because I know that Limp Bizkit took a big hiatus. And I guess mm-hmm. um, Wes is like, okay, well, I mean, if we're not going to record with Limp Bizkit, I'm gonna make right. my own man, right? So that's there good. Go. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, after achieving uh, mainstream success and popularity with with Limp Bizkit, 
with Borland quit the band in 2001, like I just mentioned. Uh, he was already a member of Big Dumb Face, a project he had been working on with his brother Scott during his time with, with Limp Bizkit. Uh, he said uh, he said that aside after his part, departure from Biscuit, um, and began working on several different projects. The first of which was supposed to be an, in, an, an instrumental album one could listen to and simply relax, which I love with a lot of Simultaneously, though, he began Eat the Day with Scott Borlin, his brother. Eat the Day eventually unraveled itself, as uh, as in Borland's words, quote, I like, I think everybody involved in that project had different ideas about the direction that it should go, in quotes. Borland became self-absorbed and along with continuous pressure from the label and struggles finding the lead singer from the band, the band eventually disbanded. Yeah. Uh, Blacklight Burns' first tour was previously set to go was to begin in fall of twenty six, with from first to last, uh, who Borland also plays bass for, off and on. This tour was to feature Borland doing double duty as singers, guitarist for Blacklight Burns, and then bassist from from first to last afterwards. However. Sonny Moore, a vocalist from first to last, uh, developed a... And also, also, Sonny Moore, better known today as Skrillex. You're welcome. Really? Yes. Skrillex, the DJ that everybody knows and loves, is Sonny Moore, the, not the original singer for from first to last, yeah. but he was the, uh, he was, for two albums, the lead singer, um, uh, Dear Diary, My Teen Angst Has a Body Count, the most emo album title ever. Um, and then there, uh, the follow-up to that, Heroin. Sonny Moore did the lead vocals on the two great albums. Love them both. Um, and then he, you'll get to it in a second, yeah. but you know, eventually he left from first to last and then got into electronic music, then started going by the name Skrillex. The rest is history. Skyrocket. Boom. So, Skrillex... Who was a singer from first to last? Um, developed a node, is that right? Node, yep, on his mm -hmm. right vocal cord needing surgery, thus ending West Borland's touring stint with From First to Last. Borland was offered the touring guitar spot in Nine Inch Nails. Oh, wow. Um, and frontman Trent Reznor offered his opinions on the material as it was at the time. He encouraged Borland to quote not sing like something like someone was asleep in the next room, in quotations, and make it a heavier a heavier affair, uh, which had con con uh, consequently or con how do you say that word? Coincidentally. Coincidentally, thank you. I can't read it today. Um, <laughs> already been the direction Borland had been developing it in. Yeah, they're very they're very nine inch nails esque. Um, yeah. I've always really enjoyed Blacklight Burns, and um, I didn't even know that that was the guitarist from Limp Biscuit because normally he was dressed up in this really <laughs> eccentric outfits and heavy like face paint and all this stuff. So once like I discovered Blacklight Burns, I was like, this band's pretty good. And then I was like, wait a second, 
that's the guitarist from Limp Biscuit. They used to dress up really. Um, and then found out he was playing bass and uh from first to last. It's just like this guy's all over the place. Then he's playing in nine inch nails, and then they sound just like nine inch nails. It's cool. I well, like see, it. well, see, Reznor hires great, great musicians because correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole band of filter was nine inch was Trent Reznor's backup band for nine inch nails. I didn't know that. No, I yeah. haven't heard that. I, I'm not sure that's hundred percent true, but but some I'll look it up while okay. we listen to this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so this cover of Hungry Like Wolf by Blacklight Burns can be found on the 2008 cover album, Cover Your Heart. So we're going to check that out in 3, 2, 1.
I like it. I like it. I do. I really do. You know why I like it? Um, because this, uh, again, this is coming from an era of like my favorite emo music. Right. Um, and I, I think I had never heard this cover up until last night. Okay. Um, Okay. And I'm glad that I discovered it, but I hate that I didn't discover it until last night. Right. Um, because I feel like. I feel like that cover kind of captures the essence of that band and like that modern day, at least at the time, modern day nine inch nails. Um, it's, it's fast. It's a lot faster than the original. Um, yeah. Than the original song. Like I sat there and bobbed my head the entire time and I just couldn't help it. Hmm. Um, I love a fast paced, fast, you know, a, a, a really driving song. And that one does such a good job of, of doing that. I love it. I think it's great. I am conflicted in, in a in a good way. Okay, so let's yeah. let's just unpack this. Okay, okay. So the verse, the drums don't come in until you say do 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 do. Okay, right. I and didn't. It's like da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. My my here. I I I I could process that, but <laughs> but then I, I I I'm 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 telling you straight up, right? But then. The chorus kicks in. I'm like, okay, this this reminds me of the actual Duran Duran, and I, okay, I can dig it, you know. Yeah. But every time past the chorus, it got better for me to listen to. You know, hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how else to, to, to say it. For it is, it is very much different, and you yeah. can tell that that uh, Borland. Outside of it's outside of it, outside of his mind, but in a good way, you know. Right. That was a very cre- creative outtake that he did, and I love that he had the same feeling this long, but just looked outside the box, like yeah. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And yeah, that's that 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 was some kind of a weird one for me to unpack too, because I was <laughs> I was not expecting. And I didn't hear the song up until now, so you got my full yeah. raw reaction. Um, I like it. Yeah, I oh, yeah. like it. Yeah, I like it. But here, here's here's the hard part. By the way, I did look it up um, about uh, filter, and yes, it was Richard Patrick who played in Nine Inch Nails originally. Yeah. Um. Yes, he started Filter, so and I didn't know that. And that's cool. That, and Richard Patrick is the singer of Filter, right? Yes. Hey, mm-hmm. hey man, nice shot. Yes, that, yes, that hey is for sure. That song is not about Kurt Cobain. Right. It's not. Yeah, because we did we 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 unpacked that song in like our, our previous long time ago, didn't we? It was yeah. a while ago. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. It is not. It that song was not written about Kurt Cobain's death. No. So, no. moving on. Okay. Uh. So this is going to be a super hard one for me. Um. But. Uh. I'm interested in what you can and who you think won. Because right. on one hand, you like Muse a lot. I do. And on the other hand, I feel like you like Blacklight Burns a lot too. So it's a kind of like a shift, you know, in your perspective. Am I right on that? You are exactly right. I would say that I like Muse more than Blacklight Burns. Right. Um, 
I do love West Borland. I love Limp Biscuit. Um, and I love Nine Inch Nails. Um, but <laughs> I, oh man, okay. I mean, who doesn't so, like Nine Inch Nails? As right? mentioned, whenever we did uh, our little our Instagram live uh, the other day, yes, um, Glassman, she's great. Yes, um, what a fun time. Yeah, uh, want to do that again. But as mentioned in there, you know, she was like, "Do do you ever have one that's just really hard to decide?" This is one of those because it is like there's different things of why we pick covers that we prefer um, over others. One of those things um, being how close to the original is it? And did they do a good job of paying homage to the original or did they just straight up rip off the original? Because that happens too. And then sometimes I'm like, where's your creativity? Because all you did was just make it sound exactly like the original song. Now, I don't think Muse did that. That's not what I'm saying. But they did a really good job of being respectful and paying homage to the original Duran Duran song. Um, and what a talented group of musicians. And that version was live. The, the version on Spotify is live, too. Yeah. But the one that we just listened to was also live. Not done in a studio. Live. Right. That is a talented bunch. Um, but I think I'm going to go Black Light Burns on this. Hmm. Um I just, I think that that, if I had never heard Blacklight Burns before and wanted to check them out and wanted to, I saw Hungry Like Like the Wolf and was like, oh, this is the Duran Duran song. I want to hear what what their take on it is. That is enough for me that they paid original, uh, paid homage to the original with the electronic sounds and they didn't change a whole lot from that. But they had that driving part and it made you bob your head and you were just ready to you know party and i loved it so i i am going black light burns i'm sorry jeff i just ruined my friendship with jeff um and i picked the cover that he did not choose and after and all you did dress up in a ghostbuster uniform at your wedding bro he came to my wedding dressed as a ghostbuster i know <sighs> sorry jeff i am terribly sorry Okay, so for me, I am going to have to agree with you. Oh, you. <laughs> so I'm okay. I'm sorry. We both lost Jeff. Jeff is no longer. Wants, hey, wants I was to not expecting us. you to do that. Um, I thought you were going to go Muse 100%. I lo- sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But I love Muse this cover. But for me, this was a hard one to pick. The reason why. Mm-hmm. Was they're both great bands, okay? Right. But the reason why I went Black Light Burns this time is because of the vast creativity that Morland mm-hmm. let us hear in his mind that yeah. he got out for us to listen to. Yes. It's he very it's insanely talented. It's very industrial, and you can tell that he got inspiration from Nine Inch Nails. Right. That's a, I. I yeah, Nightingale Snails was a big, was a big, uh, I guess, influential band for almost everybody, you know. Now, um, yeah, any anybody in the industrial scene draws a lot of influence from. I mean, I'm Nightmare sure, Snails. I'm yeah. sure you can hear in the in, industrial and in, in like Rammstein, like yes. like Burns and everything else. Um, right. I find it very, very. Well done if you can create, can take a song, original song, and turn it in, and spin it in their own 
not changing the lyrics, but changing the the music in in your form, the, the band's form. You know, I, I I just think that's great. You know, yeah. So, Black Light Burns wins today. Yes, so, yes. So good, so good. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff, we are do apologize, but I mean that's that's what it is, man. You know, I'm not gonna hold back when it comes to music. We just lost a listener. Yes, but then again, he'll he'll probably listen. He's gonna give us a one star review on Apple Podcasts, and he's gonna rip us apart. And Jeff, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he has an Apple an iPhone, so he can't. Good, we're safe. But he already rated us on Spotify, which you can do now. Yes, so everybody, go to Spotify and rate us five stars. If if you do like what's here, five stars. Pretty please, uh, yes. But also, don't forget that we are giving you a, a coupon code for Bones Coffee Company. Um, you can order anything Bones Coffee, uh, beans and grounds and kickups, mugs. Get their uh, Night Before Christmas uh, special coffee. And Just in time for spooky season. Yes. All you have to do is go to your checkout uh, page and type in Music Speaks, all one word. And you get 10% off. So, yes. Bam. You can't beat it. Can't beat it. But if right. you're like Jeff and, and and are depressed about us turning on you. Yeah, um sorry. Uh, Blake can kind of get him out of that rut by giving us a mental health minute. That's so, right. Jeff. Jeff. Lend this, me your ears, This Jeff. is for you, lend buddy. Lend me your ears. <laughs> this is all for you, okay? Um, and he's going to love this, too. Uh, so if you if you'd like uh, if you'd like to lean on distraction um, to kind of uh, like I like to do, um, might we suggest doing so with silly, entertaining, and downright engrossing TikToks? We talked about TikTok earlier. I swore I would never get a TikTok. Here I am. I love TikTok. I think it's wonderful. Um, we're on TikTok. Uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but uh, this is an ode to the social media platform that is taking over the internet um, and has been for the past several years. Um, no, it's not just for Gen Zers uh, either. Give yourself the gift of scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through a never-ending parade of pleasant, funny mental stimulation. It's the opposite of doom scrolling, former editor Anna Borges writes. It's escapism scrolling. Um, I can't agree more. I am very, very thankful that I got into TikTok. Um, it is not just silly dances. Um, there are a lot of really funny videos. And when I need a little pick me up, I love to get on TikTok. And yeah. sometimes me and Allie will just like lay in bed and we'll both be watching our own TikToks and then just be like, be like, ha, check this out. And then Lucy will come in. Um, but, uh, and we'll show them to Lucy <laughs> and she'll think they're hilarious. Um, but uh, it's just fun. Yeah, I, I love it. And some people are like, that's just mindless entertainment. Yeah, but it is a distraction because, um, you know, I I deal with, uh, you know, different forms of depression. Um, Allie struggles with some anxiety issues uh, as well. And that is a good way for us to kind of turn off our brain for a little bit whenever we need it. Um, it is. So, Yeah. Which is funny because we used to have a whole podcast about how to like put down your phone, and now we're like, "Yeah, man, you're depressed. Get on TikTok. It's right. great." <laughs> yeah. So, in social media, funny yeah. though, it can it can harm you, but then again, it can get you out of a rut and your diet right. need. So yeah. yeah. So. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to When Words Fail, 
uh podcast right at um on tiktok, TikTok. I think that's what yes. words fail music speaks that's what it is at when words fail music speaks go ahead and hit that subscribe yes and follow or blake follow, too whatever it blake is. on there yeah. too um yeah we'll, i'm on there too yeah we'll get to that in a minute though yeah. Uh, but thanks everybody for listening to the show today. Be sure to share this with friends and family and some dogs and cats. Well, not cats. I don't like cats. I'm allergic to cats. So uh, I am too. They, they can kill me. So that's why I don't like them. Uh, so we are available on multiple podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts. So be sure to rate us a, a rating and a review. And if you'd like to see your podcast grow, we'll read your reviews right here on the show. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one thing you can do is just, you know, I mean, or you can send the opposite of what Jeff would do if he had an iPhone and could listen to us on Apple podcast and give us five stars and a, and a great rating and review. And, uh, we would love to read it right here. Right. Um, the best way to stay up to date with us is by following us on our social media. See, we told you we'd get there. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is at when words fail podcast. We're also on Facebook. Um, for those of you who still use Facebook, um, at WWFMS Podcast. We're also on Twitter. Yes, that's still a thing as well. Um, at When Words Fail MS. And hello, Gen Z. TikTok, at When Words Fail Music Speaks. Give us a follow. Check out the awesome things that uh, James is doing on the TikToks. And if you're not down with TikTok, you can also uh, send us ideas about personal stories or uh, of how music has helped you. Or you can be like Jeff and send us a, a song for a couple of words, and we'd be, uh, be glad to do it for y'all. Just send them those yes. emails at whenwordsfailpodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, just like you're watching right here, um, where you can watch interviews, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, and more. Make sure you go to youtube.com slash whenwordsfailmusicspeaks, hit the subscribe button, and turn the notifications on so that you can be alerted whenever new episodes drop demolish that like button or something i don't know you what they say you obliterate the smash yes yeah yeah all, all that. that all that good all that good stuff all that. Uh, <laughs> for all of these links though uh to find out more about us or to buy some awesome merchandise uh, like shirts and whatnot masks for anybody who wears masks anymore you can still get them uh visit our website at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com our logo was created by One Up Graphics. You can find him on Instagram. It's at One Up Graphics. Uh, theme song was created by Doc Brass. Also on Instagram, it's at Doc D O K Brass. Um, check out my other podcast. Sorry, I'm still like choking <laughs> from that voice that I just did. My eyes are watering. <laughs> um, you can check out my other podcast. It's called uh, South Carolina Spook Show. Um, it's all about paranormal and uh, true crime from the state of South Carolina. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. I promise I'll be doing new episodes of that sometime soon. I'm waiting to get this adjuster's exam thing out of the way so I can focus on that. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> All um, right. Sources for this episode come from Wikipedia, songfacts.com, and self.com. James, you got anything else? Uh, no, unless you have anything to tell them. I don't. You do Bones not. Coffee. Bones use, the, use the promo code. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> plug that till no end. Music Bones speaks. Coffee promo code. Music speaks ten percent off your order. Go right now. You get over there right now. And if you don't, I'm gonna hunt you down. And then shake your hand. That. I don't know. Oh. I, uh, and then and shake, shake your, your hand. Yeah. Shake your hand. And then that's go, what I'm gonna do. And then go back home. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it works. It works. So, <laughs> so thanks everybody again for listening to our podcast, and always remember. 
when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. <laughs>